0: The volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. Pick up, pick up. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop, hip-hop. with the gangster Chronicles. To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get.
2: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Volume.
3: There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Tons of reasons why I love betting the NFL on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, it's fast, safe and secure, and it has fast payouts as quick as two hours. There's also so many bet types, including same-game parlay bets, live betting, player props, and futures. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they'll be sharing all season long on our podcast. If you've been listening along, you've heard a lot of those. There's risk-free bets and same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets, and more. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's j ampersand j Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See full terms and conditions at sportsbook.fanduel.com.
4: We catching fades, we got O-State legend, Pittsburgh still a legend, two-time Pro Bowler, and now, author, my guy, Ryan Shazir. What's up, my boy?
5: What's up, man, what's up, man? I'm glad to be on, glad to be on. You know what I'm saying, you know what
4: I'm saying? You good? How you doing?
5: Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't complain, man. My family good, I'm, you know, I'm an author now, so, you know that you know, what mean, what you know that means I'm doing hey, business right. stuff.
4: So. so I need to know this process, right? Cause I'm thinking about doing the book and shit too, right? So. What's
5: the process on writing a book? So I'm not gonna lie, I actually had some help with me writing my book. Uh, oh, you gotta about, have help, for sure. Yeah, because if, if I wrote it, it would have been about 10 pages, you know what I'm
1: saying?
5: <laughs> so, and, and I, so so basically I had talked to my agent and told him I wanted to write a book. And then we talked to a few different authors and figure out who was the best fit for me and what's their writing style. So. Uh, I I read a few different books from a few different authors than me and Larry Platt, who was the author for my book. Uh, I read his, so he wrote a Stuart Scott book. He wrote wrote a book, I think, for Iverson and Charles Barkley. Um, And then I just, I seen how he made the book sound like it was them, you know? It was actually like their voice. So I started talking to him. And then as we started talking, I started to feel more comfortable. I was like, man, this guy actually, and then when I talked to him, he put it back on paper and it made it sound just like me. You know, yeah. obviously it's, 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 it's a few things here and there. He may say that I won't say And I will just like, hey, you can change this up or change that up. But then it, it started to feel more like myself. And I'm like, man, like, because it, it, I was able to tell my story. Just I, I wouldn't have been able to write it, you know? So, right. like, so it it was, it was dope, you know? But the thing is, it's, it takes a while to trust him because at first you just you like, man, like,
4: you done you know, did really so many open.
5: interviews. It felt like an interview, yeah, right? Yeah, it felt like an interview. It felt like an interview. So you basically interviewing him with him. But instead of like, you know, when an interview asks you questions, it's like they ask you the same old stuff. He like literally like diving in to stuff. And then you, know, you might tell him something like, I might talk about Ohio State. And you were like, all right, what did you do at Ohio State? And then you're explain it. But he was like, go deeper, you know? And it's yeah. like, how did you get to this moment? And then like, and then go deeper. And it really made me feel good because it's like, all right this guy not just writing a book. Like, you he's just not writing a story, you know, just like right, to get right. tidbits. He's really trying to get all the information he can to make my story sound as, as good as I wanted to be.
4: That's dope. That's dope. How long did it take you to do it? How long did the whole process take?
5: So it probably took me about like two and a half years. And then with COVID, it kind of slowed it down. So I first met him, I was still rocking with the team a little bit. And we went to New York. Cause he, he lived in Philly. So we went to New York and we met at a Jets game. It was like two years, two it was like two and a half years ago when I was still with the team. And we met in a hotel in the morning and then uh, COVID happened. So normally we'll meet in person, but then we had to do everything over the phone. So oh, it, yeah. it, took a, it took a little bit longer than it normally take, but it was about two and a half years.
4: Oh yeah. That's, that's what's up, man. So in the book, did you tell them how you fell in love with football?
5: No, nah, so I really did. I, so, I, I, did. I, I told him. Tell bit, the people right now, man.
4: Tell us, man. How you, How
5: did you fall in love with football? So the way I fell in love with football, man, is I do even like. I can't even remember how I fell in love with football because I I've been playing the game for so long. Like yeah, yeah. Like my first time not playing football was like when I got hurt. Other than that, I was playing football since like you was allowed to play football. So like. Like my dad was a coach growing up, but he a pastor now, but he was a a high school coach. So at the age of two, three years old, I'm at high school football games.
4: Yes, that's that's the answer right there. Look, that's how you fell in love with it. far as back as you can remember, you was at them high school games with your dad. You know what I'm saying? And that's the answer right there, bro. Your dad coaching high school football, introduced you to it and you know what
5: I'm saying? That's how you fell in love with the game. Yeah, I fell in love with it. I have been holding the ball ever since I know. Like I, I played Tiger football at like six years old. So from like six to twenty five, like it's nothing but football. You know. I'm
4: telling you, that's how they doing. That's how they doing it out here. Uh, so you was in You was uh playing in Plantation, Florida. You end up in Old State now. Usually, you ask people like how you end up in Old State, but it yeah. is Old State. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. O we State. know how you ended up in Old State. It's Old State. You feel <laughs> me? So. Yeah. What other situations did you have on on your plate? You know what I'm saying before nah. before you pick o State and what was and what made you finally pick o State?
5: Nah, so I wasn't actually going there though. Like I was actually going to Florida. So hmm. so yeah. So uh, I was I, I ain't gonna lie. I was blessed. You know, even in the NFL, I was blessed. Like, I had like speed and you know size and stuff. But and uh, so I went to Blanche Lee High School my freshman year. We stayed in Pompano Beach High. Uh, Plumino Beach, Florida, and that's where Pat Peterson went to school. So yeah. like he, he was a senior and I was a freshman. We played, we played one year together. And then I ended up, I ended up getting a lot of fights my freshman year, and I ended up tearing my a rotator cup in high school. And my parents didn't like how like the school kind of like treated the situation. So then I transferred to plantation. When I was at plantation, my sophomore year, I started getting all the offers. My favorite school growing up was Florida State. So, like, you know, most kids growing up, you get your favorite school, you're like, no matter what. It don't matter. What, it don't matter. Right. Yeah, so I, so I, like, so basically Florida State came to my school and I told my dad, like, man, I might commit. And he's like, man, you don't know nothing about the school yet. Like, you just <laughs> like the school. So then we started looking it up and then I ended up going to Florida. Man, then I ended up talking to Florida, spent time with Florida. Coach Mario was there. You know, they won a national championship probably like a year or two before. Um, There was, like, Florida was, like, hot at the moment like it was the hottest school at the moment so then i was like all right bet i'm gonna to go to florida and then coach meyer resigned like of like almost three weeks before i went to school and then right before i went to school he uh like uh i i I was taking like online classes i went to school early i went in in january mm-hmm. instead of like going in mm-hmm. july and when he when he switched up uh lsu and ohio state was both at my school so i taught to both the coaches and I was like, hey, if I'm going to go to y'all school, I got to visit y'all school like this week because I'm going to school in, in, Early. In, the end of the, yeah, in the end of the month. Right. So basically, so I went to LSU literally the next day. Like the coaches at my house, I mean, my coaches at my school, the next day I flew to I flew to uh, LSU. I was there for three days, came back, flew to Ohio State, went there for three days. I don't lie, my Ohio State visit was terrible. It was like super cold. Cause it was in the winter. So it was like, when I landed there, it was like negative four degrees. Mm. It was snowing. The team was going out of town cause they was going to the bowl game. So it was, it was like a lot of like, maybe like most, most people didn't think I was going to come there. Cause I, when I went from home, it was 80 degrees. You know what I'm saying? Right. But When coach Meyer resigned, I kind of like, man, I got to think about what's the best situation for me. And then why I'm going to play at. you know, and Ohio state was it.
4: Yeah. 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 So when you get, was Coach Meyer there when
5: you got there? Nah, he came a year after me. So, oh, like, yeah. so it,
4: it worked out good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
5: it, it worked out good. So like, so it was Coach Trestle, and then it was Coach Trestle, then all that Terrell stuff blew up. Then I had Coach Fickle for one year, and then we had Coach Meyer.
4: Okay, yeah. so so you so you played for Coach Meyer. Uh, He won in Florida. He, he won at O State with y'all boys. Man, you think he could duplicate that in the league? Is he is he going to turn that program around over there in Jacksonville?
5: Yeah. The thing is, Coach Mario is a winner. I think he's a winner. Exactly. I think, he just, I think the biggest thing for him is he just going to have to realize the difference between dealing with professionals and college kids. You know, like in college, you got way more uh, control over somebody in the professional level. You don't have as much control. I would say, you know this, but New England probably has the most control over the players more than most other teams. But I feel like you have to understand that hey, guys are grown, and you know the way you handle situations may be a little bit different than you handle them in college. But if he understand that, uh, he has a psychology major, so I, he know how to deal with you know people. Right. So uh, I think he can win. He, he know how to win. And he got. I think yeah. he got the pieces at quarterback, so he just got to build around his quarterback.
4: Yeah, I, I think I think I always say whenever you hear me talk on different shows and shit. That winning is a skill, bro. Some people just yeah. know how to win. That's some people is like good good winners to add to your team. And some people just, they're just not winners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Irvin Meyer, he definitely one of them winners. You put him in a situation. Yeah. He know how to attract winners. He know how to get to put the right guys in the right places. You know what I'm saying? That's so I think he going to do it, bro. I think he going to have that young, he going to build around that young quarterback, like you said. And uh, I, think, I think
5: he going to be able to do it, man. All
4: right. So back I- to you. You know what I'm saying?
5: Go ahead i was about to say, I, I, the thing is though with the NFL, I don't know about no NASCAR, I don't know about the Super Bowl, but I think he'll get close.
4: I think he'll get close. The NFL playoff race is heating up, and you can make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, all customers get a $10 parlay bet bonus. Just place $20 in a same game parlay bets and get $10 bonus, regardless if your bet wins or lose. Like this Thursday, I'm taking the Cowboys minus five. Over the 47 and a half, and I'm picking the Cowboys to score first. I love betting on all the NFL action with FanDuel Sportsbook because it's super easy to use and the super fast withdrawals. There's no feeling like Nell in the same game parlay bet, so lock in yours today on FanDuel Sportsbook and make every moment more. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Sign up today with promo code FAZE to also receive a risk free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code FAZE so they know I sent you. Must be 21 or older, present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus, $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. one 888 789-7777 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash rg in Colorado Indiana New Jersey or Virginia 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia yeah, I mean, well, I feel like if you if you if you establish yourself as one of the division bullies, you know what I'm saying? We always win this division and we go play in a tournament every year. That's a winner yeah. in the league. That's a, yeah, In fast. the NFL, not that's fast. if you if you invite yourself to the tournament every year, that's yeah, a winner. Win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I nah, think I, I think him and Trevor Lawrence, they'll get to that point where Jacksonville, they running that AFC South and they the playoff team who come out the AFC South. I think it won't be that long. I don't think it'll be that long before. Before they get to that point, uh I either.
5: Agree. I agree let's, right.
4: let's get back to Ryan Shazir though. So, you know what I'm saying? Ryan Shazier, he come, hit the lead, man, go crazy, second year, third year, pro bowl, all that good stuff. Bam, then you had this 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 career in the adversity, man. Uh at that moment, talk about that, man. Did you did you feel like it was over? Or did you feel like nah I'm I'm gonna play football again, man? I how did you feel about that whole situation?
5: So this one thing I'm actually happy happy to bring up in my book, you know, like I actually always had like a real positive mindset. Like even when I was at a Pro Bowl, like you always peeped it. Like I was, I'm always like a real positive guy. Like all the time, you know, know, so um, I just always told myself, like no matter what, I'm going to get through this. You know, I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to be back out there playing. And that's just the mindset I had. And my doctor, he was like, man, Ryan, like the the rate you coming back, you would definitely be able to play. But but this is one thing also that, you know, affected me. And you know this too, like, you are what you put on film. You know, so to me, I looked at that and I looked at what I had on film before. I was like, man, I can't go back out there slacking. I can't go back out there not being myself. Not be the same, right. Yeah, so it was more like, I, I had in my mind, like, I'm going to get back out there. I'm going to get back out there and play. But once I started getting real close to, like, being at that that point, I was like, man, I, like, I know, I. I can I can play, but I wasn't gonna be where I wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, and I just know myself. Like I'm I'm a like you said I'm a winner. Like I'm I'm a I'm a go getter, and it's like I can't imagine like trying to go get it every single day, and I can't actually be what I want to be. You know. So right. that's kind of that's kind of one thing that you know made me consider retiring. And it's like I started spending way more time with my family. You know, as a player, yeah. like you spend you spend time with your family in the offseason season and stuff, but like. It ain't nothing like spending time with your family every single day, all day. Oh, it's You know, different. like it's a, it's a whole different. It it's changed different. you, bro. It made me
4: retire. It. It, yeah. it literally made me retire, bro. That whole COVID thing. I got to come home. And I was with my family every day. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I can't change this no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm finna do this, but uh, that situation though, uh, how you get through it? Who some of the people help you get through that situation? Like, why you going through it, man? You you clearly see like. I, I'm not going to play no more. I don't want to play no more because I ain't going to be myself. You know what I'm saying? So how, how was that transition, man, to, to this next part of your life?
5: So there's it was, it was a few people that really helped me out. So, like, for instance, uh, the Stillers and then, like, a lot of my old teammates, There, they was always close to me. And, they they like, the thing is, like, they always appreciated me when I was still not, not playing. So that kind of helped me out, like, kind of helped me, like, you know, calm the storm as I was transitioning. But then, listen, my, my wife, my, my my, you know, my family, my mom, my dad. But then the one thing that, that really was was big for me, man, I started getting close with people that weren't involved with the game, you know? Yeah. And and that's one thing that kind of helped me transition to being and seeing like other people in life that's doing real successful things and they didn't have to do anything that involved a ball. And like, it really kind of opened my mind and just started thinking about, all right, man, what's other ways Ryan can be, like, a leader in his family? What is another way Ryan can, you know, provide for his family and just be the man in the household like I once was? And right. I start spending more time with them. And a lot of them are actually older than me, you know, but they actually just helped me just, you know, calm a mind and actually just think about, you know, what's next instead of just, you know... Man, I got to get out here and play, or you know, my next step from playing is coaching. You know, I, I started thinking about like it's way more stuff I can do right. to be a, a you know a, a productive person in, in life, and then start helping others. When I started helping others and started my fun and seeing that you know I could bring life and, and enjoy to others, it, it really it really helped me out a lot.
4: Yeah, that's that's that's
1: delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles.
4: Smart, and intellectual. I'm kind of smart. I think like it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
2: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: That makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying I, I definitely could feel that because I mean the game wasn't taken from me like mm-hmm. it was taken from you, but I mean we all it all come to an ending point eventually right so when you retire i feel like it really was kind of refreshing for me bro it was like damn Damn. i've been doing football all this time right so then it was like now like what else am i good at bro let me see what else i'm good at let me let me broaden my horizons you know i'm saying so it was it was kind of refreshing for me man was it was it did you feel that way like once once it was taken from you you had to do other stuff and and explore a different part of your brain. Was it refreshing for you?
5: Nah, it, it was a little bit refreshing because it was a combination of two things. And you notice, like, when you playing, like obviously you love playing football from the kid you were, the time you was a kid, you know, like, and this is me, I love playing football from the time I was a kid, but it's always like pressure that's with that. Like, no matter what. So much what. pressure. <laughs> like, that's the so part much- they don't
4: see. That's the part that people, <laughs> they watch on TV, they don't see the pressure levels, you know what I'm yeah, saying? that's yeah. The pressure meter on top of your head, they yeah, don't see that.
5: Right. Yeah, it's just so much pressure and it's and, and like not even like not even involving just playing the game and just out there, just you know, on Sundays. It's just like pressure within your family, and it's not even like you provided for your family, but it's just like everybody in your household know like who you are and what you're doing. It's like it's exactly. just that's pressure, you know. So <laughs> I remember the day I retired, I retired, my mom's birthday was like a week later, and I stayed in Florida. And I had like renting out a yacht, and we went on the and I went on a boat, and I went on a jet ski, and I was just like just cruising on the jet ski, and it was just like man, I felt free, like I was just like yeah, you know, it, it really felt like a relief, like because I was like man, like, I've been doing this my whole life, I've been having a lot of people praying for me, a lot of people you know, believing in me and just you know wishing that I can get back to this moment, and I got here and it was like man, I actually, not can decide what I want to do, and like I actually made a decision to to move on and and see what I what else I can do without without playing football. It, man, it, it was like a real refreshing moment for me when I actually like, you know, retired. It was obviously it's a sad and you know yeah. emotional moment, but it was definitely refreshing. It's a transition. It's a transition, but
4: now I'd be like, I can just watch football on Sundays. I'd be a real yeah. fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh <laughs> right. put this game That's... on, put this game on. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, baby, you know what I'm saying? it's, it's we more than just football players, you know what I'm saying? And, no, right. and, and when football is done for us, we get to explore our brain, you know what I'm saying, and be more than football players, you know what I'm saying? So let's yes, fast sir. forward Fast forward to nine days in this AFC North, man. These Bengals, they mm-hmm. jumped out yesterday, man. They jumped out look crazy yeah. like they're the best team in the league uh, again yesterday, man. So what's up with this AFC North, man? Is, is Pittsburgh going – going to win a division, if they're going to make these playoffs, man, what
5: they going to do, Ryan? I, I ain't going to cap, bro. Um, you know, that's, a young, <laughs> that's the young boy's term nowadays, cap. I ain't going to cap. Hey, <laughs> I ain't going to cap. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, I said before the season, I, I didn't think we was going to win a division. Uh, I, I think we're going to go to the playoffs, but but the way we playing is just so up and down, man. It's like right. Our defense, defense be on point, but our offense sometimes is up and down, so I think we can squeeze into the playoffs because the one thing, like you said before, in at the beginning of this interview, some people are winners, and one thing, Coach Tomlin is, is a winner. That man exactly. knows how to win, you know. Yep. So I think I think we're gonna figure out a way to make it into the playoffs, um, but I don't know who winning in this division, like honestly, because the Ravens obviously like they 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 beating people, but I don't know how they winning. You right. know, what I'm saying, did, but the Bengals they show that they had a, the best ability to win. And then the Browns had the most talented. Just they don't know what they're doing, you know. So, right. <laughs> uh, so to me, I don't know who's gonna win this division. We're just gonna all beat up on each other. And then I think, I think the Bengals are probably gonna end up winning the division, you know. I but it, to me, it's kind of sad how the how the, the Browns look. And I know, like you know, you kind of hate on your your division and all that. But to me, I feel like the Browns are one of the most talented teams in the NFL, and for them to be playing like this. For them to be playing like this is showing you that it's there's some serious problems going on over there.
4: Yeah, they need they need something. You don't really know what it is, but some type of leadership, man. Some some of the some of the vets gotta take ownership of it. Uh I don't know what it is, because like you said, they, they're they a talented group. Uh they should be better. And at times they look like they go and win the AFC. You know what I'm saying? At times they look like they look yesterday. Yeah. But uh, if it's if there's anybody who could turn the the, the stillers situation around is Mike T even if even if the Steelers don't do much this year how long you think them fans and that that, that city gonna get Mike T man is he on the hot seat right now why would he be on the hot seat that's what I'm I, I, I'm just asking <laughs> you know I'm I don't <laughs> I don't really understand it either. but it it sounds like it sometimes when they you know what I'm saying he in the playoffs nah. he Mike T I don't really see it you say yeah. nah he
5: ain't on the hot seat Nah, to, to me, you know, when, whenever something look bad, like, oh, you get blown out, fire the man. Oh, you know, like, like you, you lose, you you don't win a Super Bowl, fire the man. But it's like, man, like, this, like, name another coach that never lost. Like, think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got to look like, at that body of work. Yeah, like, and then you look at him, like, he has never had a losing season. So, man, it's, come on, man, he's, Obviously, he's one of the best coaches in history of football. So, like, why would you yeah. change that now? You know, to me, obviously, I think it's some things that we have to do, you know, with the lineup and then, like, the, the team. We're going to have to change that around a little bit. But I think Coach Tomlin, man, I, I think he get to go where he want to go. I don't think the DeRoon is listening to none of that, honestly.
4: Yeah. As, you know how Pittsburgh do anyway. They they ride with theirs. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they ride with their homegrown people for sure. I love that about, about Pittsburgh, uh, their organization. Uh, who
5: the who the who the top who the top inside linebacker in the league right now? See the thing is, like when you say inside linebacker, it's tricky because like, do you count three, four off off ball linebackers, inside linebackers? Because like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's because like to me, I'll I'll say the best linebacker in the league right now is Darius. Litton. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he inside. He inside. Nah, nah, but they they can say him outside. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in a four three. Nah, no, so. I mean with four three in the four three,
4: all three of the linebackers are inside basically. Yeah. And in the yeah, three, four, nice. the two inside ones is the inside one. Inside. So yeah. outside linebackers and DNs is the same category now. You understand? So uh, yeah, 4 am So four four three, all the three of them linebackers is yeah. inside yes. linebackers, really.
5: Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna have to rock, I'm gonna have to rock with uh, Darius Leonard. I'm gonna have to rock oh, with yeah. Darius Leonard. Here, dog, here dog. Uh, I like I like Fred Warner. I like Fred Warner, but I, I'm gonna have to ride with Darius. Then I feel like he gave his team so many opportunities. Yeah. You get your team opportunities, you gonna win, man. And uh one dude that I like right now who been killing is Michael Parsons. That man. Made- oh yeah, Parsons. <laughs> <So, laughs> He's one of them
4: twiners though. You could put him on the end. He he, an outside linebacker at the end, or he could
5: play Mike for you. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, he could He can play everything. So I, I, I like put him. I like yeah, he got. He went a defense MVP for a Ricky. A Defensive MVP, like that's that's a shoe. Yeah, shooter. he got to.
4: He should. He should get it or they or they playing games. Uh, uh, Super Bowl. Who you like? Five, man, I, five I weeks said, left.
5: I said the Rams. Five weeks left. Who you like? I said the Rams, but man, man, your, old, your 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 dog Odell ain't and, and the team ain't looking too good right now, man. Hey, it's different. I I, I I ain't saying Odell for a reason, but uh, but I ain't gonna lot, man. Man, uh, James gonna get on me for this one too, cause I do a podcast with James Jones. I might have to go with the Packers, man. They looking good. Hey, <laughs> they looking good, man. Like, I, the thing is, to me, bro, I don't understand why people ain't really giving Cardinals the credit though. Like the Cardinals been smacking people, right? But no, but I don't feel like nobody's saying they are gonna win the chip though. Like, nah. And, and I like Kyler Murray, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with Green Bay. I'm gonna have to go. And then Aaron gonna leave and then kind of pick. So. <laughs> So who you say, who you say, I don't think
4: I, I don't think I heard the AFC, the AFC team. Oh
5: AFC shit, yeah. Oh man, the way it's looking like the damn Patriots to go, man. Patriots, hey, man. Patriots, um, Packers. Nah, I, I think man, the AFC man, you don't never know who's gonna win. Um that thing wide open, bro. They going wide open, bro. I right? like I will I'm I'm gonna be honest, bro. I won't be surprised if the Patriots go, bro. I'm about to go Patriots Packers.
4: I like it. I like it, man. You that's, can't, you that's can't, crazy. that's your prediction. You can't, can't nobody argue with that, man. Before I let you get up out of here, man, tell us where we can find the book at.
5: Yeah. So you can, you can get it on com, or you can go on Amazon and just, uh, walking miracle, uh, just the book walking miracle. You type it in Amazon. It's going to pop up. If you order today, you can get it tomorrow. So, man, uh, I'm really excited about this book, man, especially with everything going on, man, and, and with this COVID environment. And everybody going through adversity and hard times, I feel like my book is a good, a good uh, document for people to read to be able to see how to overcome, you know, tough times and struggles and things like that. Especially in this day and age, so I, I think uh, everybody will love it.
4: That's what's up, man. Ryan Shaziri, we catching phase, baby. I damn sure appreciate you, bro. I'm damn sure going to check out the book myself too, man. Uh, appreciate you for coming on, my boy.
5: Nah, I appreciate you for having me.
4: You already know, man. That's Ryan Shazier, baby. We catching Fades.
1: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before
3: they get what they've always wanted to get.
2: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown.